Hi, I'm Madeline Quigley. And I'm Emily Quinn. And this is Young and Bereaved, a podcast about grief. Lizzie sent me flowers for it because she's just nice and so I was opening them and my dad was like what are these for and I told him and he like later was like I'm really embarrassed that like Lizzie sent you flowers and I haven't done anything I was like dad it doesn't matter and he was like that nice one I opened on Friday like that was for your master gardener I was like so that was your birthday dinner and you opened that wine for your birthday dinner. You don't get to say that that counts as my graduation wine. That's men. Like that is dad Celebrating something, retroactively saying his own birthday. It's just thoughtless. It's just like, you should have said nothing. You should have kept your fucking Yeah, you made it so much worse by being like... Or like, like, take 15 minutes and go out and get a different bottle of wine. Yeah. Or some flowers. Like, anything else. Anything other than saying that wine I opened for for myself myself was actually for you. (laughs) Two days ago. Was it... Did you finish the bottle at that? Was there any left? For you? No, I mean the wine was gone. Like we had already <laughs> drank it nights before, and he was like retroactively being like that nice wine was for you. I'm like it actually was for your birthday, so I don't like, like I didn't care. But him doing that like pissed me off. I was yeah. like, I wish you would have just shut the fuck just up. Just say nothing. Just shut, it would have been shut, so much better. So much having a dad, having a dad, and just and a dad, having a dad and just a dad is shit <laughs> like that. Yeah. So uh, it's so cold. I'm wearing an outdoor coat. Same really? Yeah. I was like, that's a cute it's coat. A, it's oh. fleece lined. It's so comfortable. Fleece lined with the nicest blanket. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, Friggin' Sam's Club, dude. They have nice stuff. They have nice stuff. They have nice stuff. I might go to Sam's Club this that's, week. That's my dad um, going out of his way for me now is he'll take me to Sam's Club for an, an order. Oh. And that's where all that LaCroix is from. I was, you don't have a membership. Well, because I, I, of course not. Oh my God. <laughs> I told him like a while ago, we had this conversation about money and how he took care of me versus how my mom took care of me. How was that? Did I not tell you about that? No. He, I, uh, it's been something that it was boiling inside of me. Um, and because I knew that I needed to ask him for help with student loans because I hadn't been working for like a month and a half and I just could it's Sally Mae is up my ass all the time and like I just couldn't do it and he made me feel shitty about asking him for money for not even something just like frivolous for like just an actual expense that I just simply couldn't cover because I wasn't working and I felt he made me feel guilty and like weird about it and I knew that he was going to like I expected yeah, it and it still word. happened yeah and my mom just never ever once fucking did that or made me feel that way like she would kind of like get on my case about it she would like joke with me but like never genuinely never caused real anxiety within you feel like i was putting her out Mm -hmm. because she was the parent and Mm -hmm. she had income and like it was her job to take care of me as a parent and I just thought that that was the relationship that I was going to have with my dad or that I did have with my dad because I never had to ask him for money because I always asked my mom. But now I obviously can ask him. I can only ask him for money. 
um, my mom would like send me, you know, Venmo for dinner, for a show. Like she, it would be extra stuff as well. And so after I asked him for money and he was weird about it, I was like, okay, well, I just think that she and I had a very different relationship with money. And he didn't really respond to that. And then we went out for a drink like a week or two later and he was like on our way out as I was about to get in my car. He was like, oh, by the way, I wanted to ask you about something. I was like, what? Wait, you're like walking to the car. Yeah. You guys like had a drink. You were sitting there. We had been there. sitting at the bar for like an hour and a half. Right. So they're yeah. like... Just not saying anything. Yeah. Like, not even talking about anything else. We've been sitting in silence for an hour and a half <laughs> as we're walking to the I've car. I've got one foot in my car, like, about to turn on the ignition. And he's like, oh, by the way, um, what did you mean when you said that you guys had a different relationship with money? Oh, oh my God. And I was like, okay, um, I'm going to give you 50% on this one because I hate the execution of, of how you've done this. Yeah. But I appreciate that you followed It's like up. dark out and I'm like It getting... was literally starting to rain. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, I know. Her. She's in my, it's so <gasps> cute. Buffy just loafed inside of Maddie's j- jacket. Yeah. It's very cute. It's very cute. And so I explained to him, I tried to explain to him on like the most rational terms possible because it's so easy for us to like blow up at each other like at, at a moment's notice, just mm-hmm. like with the wrong tone. And so I I did like a pretty good job. I was like, she you caught off guard. Like you were not expecting, expect, had you been expecting this when you're sitting at the bar at all? No, but it well, had been something that I had journaled about for a couple of days. And so my thoughts were pretty organized mm-hmm. on the matter. And like, mm-hmm. I knew why mm-hmm. I was upset. Um, and so I, I kind of outlined that for him. You're like, I don't love the way you did this, but luckily I have been mentally screaming at you for three days. <laughs> no, so literally. My thoughts are pretty organized. Yes, actually. Yeah. Like, I got out all the anger, like, on the page and mm-hmm. in my brain. and mm-hmm. I mean, not all of it, but I knew that it wasn't going to get anywhere if mm-hmm. I just, like, got mad at him. Mm-hmm. Because it, what I was asking for still was help. Mm-hmm. So I was still yeah. in, like, the inferior position in the, you know, quote-unquote yeah. argument. Um and so, like, I just kept checking in every time I said something with, like, do, does that make sense? Do you un- do you understand where Ooh, I'm coming from? Yeah, like, good. Um, just to make sure that we were on the same page because we love to misinterpret each other and we love to twist each other's words. Like, just historically, that's that's how it's it, our it thing. Has it's, it's our, our it's thing. Cute. It's yeah, cute. Yeah, it's our thing. Daddy daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so he was like, he was following along and he met, we got him. I was like, we're standing in the rain. Like we got in my car and we, we had talked. Oh my God. It was in your car then. We got him. We got in my car and we ended up talking for an hour. And in I was like, car. we could have, remember this? We could have done this. Remember we were having a drink and it would have been. Yeah. 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 Um, and so he was like, you know, like, you know, I can't, cause I also brought up how she would send me care packages and like send me. Like, she would always send me flannel sheets in the winter. I'm not getting flannel sheets this year. No. Like, she would just, like, think, you know, obviously think of me and, like, send me little trinkety bullshit yeah, that Mom Sylvia moves. hated Mom when moves. I put around the apartment. Like, she just, so much of my stuff is just shit that made her think of me and, like, she sent to me. And he has never once ever, 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 ever done that yeah. or thought to do that. Like, yeah. it's because she did it, you know? And it's just, like, not an impulse that he ever has. Yeah, no. He has his other uh, qualities. Like, if you ever listen, I know that I'm shitting on you right now, but, like, this is my podcast, so I can say what I want. He's not going to listen. <laughs> and so he was like, I can't. You have good qualities if you're listening. Listen, here's the deal. I can say <laughs> what I want. Not, I can say what I I'm want. I'm not going to list those qualities, but they do exist. <laughs> Just believe me. Um, and, and so, wait, where was I? Um, oh, he was like, 
you know, I'm, I can't be her. Like, I'm yeah. not her. Like, you, you're asking me to... And I'm like, I'm not asking you to even do that. I'm yeah. really not. I, I don't expect you to send me care packages. Because mm-hmm. I know that that's out of your... Your yeah. reach, like we, I know we that lost that's... that with our moms. Yes, I know that that's not how you think. Part of the tragedy. I'm not gonna make you try to live up to that because you'll fail, and yeah. we both know that, mm-hmm. and he knows that. So I was like, all I'm asking is that you find your way mm-hmm. of accomplishing making me feel cared for, and, and if it's of. writing me a check every month, that's fine. <laughs> Or, I mean, I, and I've told him so many times that getting Venmo would be just so much easier for me and my brother. He just refuses because he's so paranoid and, like, that's just Mm, who he is. mm -hmm. But he's like, okay, you know, he got where I was coming from and I was like, just put it in your language. Because I know that her and I's language is not something you spoke. Uh Mm -hmm. So he was like, you know what? I've recently, my brother moved back home. He was like, I've been taking Ryan to Sam's Club. Like, why don't we do that? I'll, like, I'll give you, you know, a 250 budget and we can just get whatever you want. And it'll, you know, and I was like, that's exactly what I'm talking wow. about. Yeah. And that's also, it's like, you wouldn't have thought like, take me to Sam's Club, but your dad's like, we can do a Sam's Club Right. Ride. Right. So that was like the first that's, positive step whoa, forward this is like, we've had in like a year and a half. This is a move. And that's why I'm stocked the fuck up with LaCroix right you now. You have a lot of LaCroix. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheersing our LaCroix, courtesy of Quinn's dad. Wow. Yeah. So this is a grief podcast <laughs> where we shit on our dads because they're all we have left. Because if, <laughs> if you don't have a mom, you're going to shit on your dad. You're just going like, to shit on just... your dad. If you don't have a mom and you're expecting your dad to to pick up slack, pick up any slack, like, God's You'll be disappointed. It's going to disappoint disappointment you. Hurts. Sometimes you have an accomplishment and your dad celebrates it by telling you a wine you drank two days ago for him for him was for you actually for you and it's like kind of crazy that you didn't know that you didn't know that you didn't pick up on that can't you just change that memory can you rewrite that memory like it's a vcr yeah honestly you're being kind of a bitch right now (laughs) i did tell you about the the fight me and my dad had where i was like yelling at him in our basement right nope um i knew things were up with your dad but i didn't get these details so I the gist of it uh I went over because uh he invited me to come like get ice cream and walk the dog because he knew that I was not having a great time which is not something I usually ever disclose to him like what I'm mentally not doing well it's, I never tell him that I even the first time he asked I was like oh I'm just not feeling well like I didn't mm-hmm. really go any further into it um and so I went over and we like went to the middle school and walked Ivy and he tried to ask, he asked me, you know, what was up, what was bothering me. And I was just telling him how I was like struggling to get out of bed and you know, all the classic depression shit. And I, before he could say anything, I was like, please, and please don't make this about, cause I didn't have a job at this point. I just got a job like a week ago. I was like, please don't make this about me getting a job, please. Cause that's just not going to help me. And he like, lit up immediately he was like why would you assume that i was gonna say that you never even let me help you like why would why would i even ask if this is what you're gonna be like like talking about the tone that i took with him and whatever and i was like okay i was actually gonna tell you what i was experiencing but now i'm sure fucking not (laughs) and we walked around the the rest of the middle school campus in silence just like in super tense how far were you from the car uh we were like 
around the other side of the building we had the other half to complete it was just total the silence. fucking worst it was a beautiful day um and so we got back in the car i drove i was so upset that i started crying i hadn't been crying yet by that point and we got into it with each other like pretty bad and he came downstairs he tried to like pick back up the conversation and i was like i just really don't appreciate that you took a moment where like i was about to be vulnerable and made it about how I was wrong. Like, yeah. like, made it about you and blah, 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 blah. And so we eventually got into, like, the deeper part of it where I was like, I'm just, and I was really deep in my anger and I was like, I'm just mad. Like, I'm really, ups- I feel very abandoned. I feel really angry at you and the adults in my life right now. And I, I, I pointed the finger. I was like, I feel very abandoned by you. I don't feel like you think about me. Like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, this entire thing has been about how you lost your wife and nobody is talking about how me and Ryan lost our mom. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that. Yeah. And he was like, you're right. Like you're right. And it's because it's still too, too hard for me to think about it that way. And I was like, well, okay. What are your kids? <laughs> okay. But okay. But the thing is Ryan is like, <laughs> we just couldn't be more different. <laughs> like, he, his whole, like, coping is to not talk about it about or it. about her. Yeah. And well, how does he react if you bring her up in front of him? I don't. We don't talk. Why That's are we bizarre. so similar? We have, like, dead moms, distant dads, like, brothers <laughs> that are ice-cold ice brothers. Ice, ice brothers. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing a lot better this week, though. Like, I, I feel... A bit of a zest for life. A, like a Whoa. little, like... Okay, that, it was extreme. You're that right. was... And your move with it. You were one, like... Because I'm thinking... Okay, one... You know, you zest a lemon, and you yeah. get, like, a whole pile of lemon zest. Yeah. I'm one of those zests right okay, now. Okay, you really just brought it down a lot. Okay, because you made me feel crazy. <laughs> I didn't mean, It wasn't trying to make you feel crazy. I was just, like, so I'm excited not like, <laughs> that you were doing, like... Almost like a salt bay maneuver. Yes, yeah. You that did, was like, the maneuver. Yeah. I, I'm not skipping in the streets or anything. You, in that second word. In that moment. In that one moment when you said zest You're for right. life, I was like, holy shit. Quinn is, Quinn's like, I don't need to do this podcast anymore. I'm good. I'm healed. I'm complete. <laughs> it's a different podcast I'm self-actualized. It's how to get like, better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'm in an okay place. I'm in the same place, I think. How's um, wood? The wood. Oh my god, my the wood, lumber. Oh, my wood shop class. Oh my god, it is stressing me the fuck out. I just have a lot of. I'm so you stressed. love to be stressed. I to my dad tonight. I was like, I just want to quit wood shop, but I just I'm not going to like. I mean, truly, I wouldn't say this to my dad, but truly to you, I'm like the only reason I'm like actually definitely not going to quit is because it's a cute boy in my class, and I'm like. That, like, couldn't be more valid. Like, I don't, where, uh, my, Jane was like, that's not a reason not to quit. And I was like, yes, it is. I get to see, I get to Look where we are. Look where I fucking am. (laughs) Don't tell, be in my shoes, where I've been single for two years, and there's a cute boy in my class. Get in my lumberjack shoes. Get in my lumberjack boots. Get in my shoes with the insoles, and tell me that a cute boy in my class isn't good enough for you guys. Is there interaction? Um, there could be more. Um, 
we we uh, sandpapered next to each other. He could have sandpapered anywhere, and he chose <laughs> to sandpaper next to me last week. And he did say one thing to me. There were like two hours. He could have said more things, but it's awkward because there's like this whole table. We're the only people our age. Like we're the only people in our twenties in the whole class. That is so classic for you. Like, yeah. (laughs) But there's like a cute guy, right? And so I'm afraid if we start talking too much, everyone's gonna be like these two. But um, he said one thing to me. It's pretty mortifying. Um, Well, I'd like your opinion. so, like, I'm sharpening my blade, sandpapering my blade, and every, I'd sandpaper it for a while, and then I'd pull it up to look at it, and I'd be like, okay, not sharp enough, so I'd sandpaper it some more. And finally, one time, I pull it up, and he has, like, a physical reaction. He's like, oh, look, oh, that's, like, the third time. I keep thinking you're taking selfies, because when I hold the blade up, it, like, is the position. Um. I guess that you, like, yeah, selfie position. <laughs> and I was like... No, like I didn't have a good read because I was so that's like mortifying. That's yeah, someone, someone thinks you're like taking a lot of selfies three in a three row in, your wood in a row class. in woodshop class. That no, I that paused, sucks. that I paused sanding a blade to take some selfies, and that for the first this is the reaction I would have given him in real time. Yeah, you think I'm taking selfies you... right now? I I'm sanding my blade. I bro. wish I had acted like that, but I think I kind of said something like, "Ha, huh, I don't have that much free time." Like, like it, wasn't, <laughs> it was not my best work. Sparks are flying. Yeah, yeah it's about there, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't quit because we're on the verge of something. I'm like, I'm like, I can't let go now. We're almost together. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of it. I can't let go now. He said one thing to me, and it was mildly insulting. So. <laughs> That's how all the best romances that's start. Hard. That's a I true mean, Elizabeth Bennett, Mr. Darcy story. Yeah, that's <laughs> us. That's, he's Mr. Darcy. I hate people, but then I'm like attracted to the fact yeah. that I hate them. Okay. Like, that's why I go after people that suck. Douches. Like, I go after douches yeah. because I like fucking hate them. It's but, psychotic and I'm worried about you, but yeah. I but I'm like know. attracted to the fact that I hate them. So... Oh, sorry, I said his name. Oh. I'm just fucking out. <laughs> you can believe it. Believe it. <laughs> the woodshop guy is like a fucking prodigy. He's like really good at woodshop and like everything. That, oh, look. Oh, first stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so and so's first dovetail looked like professional. And then he's like, come over. Look at what is doing. Like, guys, come over. ahead. So I'm going to show you based on him got a blade from hell but he's already cleaned it up like he's like the fucking prodigy and i fucking hate him for it he's so good that's hot yeah it's hot (laughs) yeah it's hot yeah it's hot that's better than just someone being a bad person and you wanting to fuck them yeah he's like the woodshop prodigy and i'm so bad bored with that yeah so i'll give you guys a you asked me for a woodshop update i immediately dove into the cute boy in my class well, that seems like it's the only thing keeping you it there. It is so... literally the only thing keeping me there. I don't do the homework. And then that's what the I hate about the class. It stresses me out to go there because I don't do the homework. I show up. I'm super behind. They're like, how haven't you done this? How that's why aren't you? That's an insane situation. It feels so horrible You're doing it all to yourself. There. I'm doing it all to myself. Yeah. And I literally would just quit. I mean, if been there. If wasn't a cute boy in the class, I would just Well, it's not ghost. like you're like gonna... It's not like it's gonna affect your GPA. Well, there's a point. It's like, on one hand, I'm like... This doesn't matter. I'm doing this for fun. If I don't have time to do the homework, I don't have time to do the homework. Mm-hmm. And then I walk in there and they're like, you haven't practiced? And I'm like, no. 
know. I don't think he fucking practices. I think he just naturally. I don't think he does either. Like, why haven't you flirted with me? Why yeah. do you only ask me if I'm taking selfies? He negged you. It was a kind of like a neg, but yeah. he was like, "I'll give you attention, but you're not gonna feel good about it." Yeah, and that's gonna make me want you more. Okay, he that's knew. the definition of negging. Yeah. Okay, so what do I do next week? What do <laughs> I do on Monday? Mean to him. I was gonna bring cookies into class. Oh, and wear... that's the opposite of See, what, what I'm suggesting. I was gonna do next week was wear these. Look at my ass in these sweatpants. You will not believe it. Okay, I'm... you know the scene in Promising Young Woman when Bo comes into the coffee shop for the first time and she spits in his coffee. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to emulate. Okay. For you. Where, meanwhile, I'm like, I was gonna wear tight sweatpants and um, make I was cookies. gonna like do his laundry. Look at my ass in these sweatpants. <gasps> They look like juicy velour sweatpants. They are juicy. Ah. <laughs> so I'd have to wear juicy velour sweatpants to class, but that's what my ass looks like in them. So I'm like, I'm going to wear those. that bitch. I'm going to wear those sweatpants to class and bake cookies. And if that doesn't do it, I love that. No, that's, yeah. I agree. You think, should I do, I do that first and then be mean? Or am I mean first and then do that? You can always be mean. Yeah. But you should only bring in cookies once. You're right. You can do both. I should only bring in cookies once. <laughs> You're right. Were you going to do it more? Well, if it went over well, like, there's always time to bring in <laughs> more cookies. It works. For what? To do what? Well, people in my woodshop class don't really talk to each other. Yeah. Like, him saying to me, I thought you were saying... It's like being at the gym. Yeah, oh my god, it's so like being at the gym. Like, everyone's working on their thing, and no one really talks. Yeah. And, like, so when he said that thing to me about the selfies, like, no one has spoken for, like, 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. So That's context. Yeah, that was context. It's not like everybody's it's chatting. It's not like everyone's chatting, and he and I are next to each other not speaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought if I brought in cookies, it would open dialogue. That, it's, you're right. You are right. So this is a grief podcast, but I will say if you guys have any input on how I approach the situation, like... The, well, but you're doing this while grieving, so it's still applicable. I would almost say my erratic behavior is because <laughs> I'm grieving. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Bleep is in it. Bleep is in it. <laughs> if you have any info on the bleep situation, if there's a way you guys would handle the bleep situation, let me know. Please. Literally, please This will be know. like the most input we get. Grief. Um, podcast. Uh, we had a topic. I miss my mommy. I miss my mom. <laughs> I miss my mommy a lot. I miss my mom a lot. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> it's just gotten annoying. It's like, she's not coming back yet. Yeah. Like, she's just it's not. like, okay. Hello. I've paid. I've it's not suffered. Funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. You can come back now. Although now that I, like, am not smoking, I'm dreaming all the time. And so she's, she's like, if she more or less usually there. Yeah. Is it like a weird in your dream? Like, why are you here? Or are you like just having No, fun? I'm, well, I'm now at a point where it's like normal for, I'd say 95% of the dream. And then in the last 5%, I'm like, oh my God, this is my chance. Cause like, I, that's when I realized that she's dead. Um, and it's different from the dreams that I used to have in the very beginning, because now I don't, um, expect her to be real in like the waking world. Like I used to, and I talked about this like episodes ago, um, I used to have dreams where like she would be real and I would only realize at the end of the dream the only real the yeah. only reason that she couldn't be real is because she was cremated so mm -hmm. there was no body mm -hmm. in the world for her to return to that was like the only and I would realize that inside of the dream 
Um, but now it's like, I don't even get that far. I already know. <clears throat> I mean, I spend most of the dream with her just like being with her. And then by the end, I'm like, oh shit. Like we've been doing all this other stuff. Like, what did you want to tell me? Like, what, like yeah. this is what I've we've always... We've been flying around and like doing I think the other day we were like packing up shit in the in a garage or something mm. like that like we were just hanging That's a out shitty dream yeah. it's cool <laughs> okay, that your mom was you. there though <laughs> um and i re- i always like i'll remember in the last couple minutes um uh, to ask her like okay like what's your what do you want me to know like it make, it's my one chance do you to, wake up or does she say something she doesn't say anything and then i wake up she never says anything what's well, nice to you to hang out though even if it's like you're doing chores yeah mm-hmm. i think that's like we would, we would box up shit in a garage together and then like hold up some old stuff from the 90s and be like <laughs> how dumb yes. yeah yeah I think when my mom I have dreams about my mom now I don't I don't like I'm not like what are you doing here why are you alive but, yeah but I I feel a sense of like grand how would you what's that like grandeur grandeur is that yeah. is it d-o-i-s-e no grandeur that would be grandois Grandoise. It's grand e u r. Okay, I wanted the grand du- du- grandiose. Grandiose. I feels grand. I don't know. Maybe that's a word that I've only ever read. Maybe. Do you know the word I'm talking about? Yes, it's grandiose. Uh, grand i o s e. Yeah, I don't think that is what I meant then. May it might be a sense of grandeur. <laughs> okay. Like I say something it's like grand. I just want to say something. I end up saying something to her like, I just love you so much. Like, I end up yeah. saying something really profound. Like, I just like miss you. you. Yeah, like a last words kind yeah, of I like see, bottle statement. Yeah, it comes out in a like, I just need you to know, like, you did so much for the family. <laughs> like, like that's like a normal thing to just like say. Like, I'll be like, my mom's here. You're a bright soul. Like, yeah. So it's all normal until I make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> I make it real weird. Yeah. And then I wake up. Yeah, if I said anything like that to my mom, she'd be like, okay. okay. <laughs> my mom would be like, are you on drugs? Like, you know what's nice, though, is, um, you know, my mom, like, knew all of that for the most, like, because I had told her in, in like, more or less, you know, sort of terms. Nothing profound in yeah, that way. Yeah, the grand like, ridiculous. Nothing grand Nothing grand Um, But in her room at the house, which used to be my childhood bedroom, on the mirror, there's, like, a little piece of paper from a moleskin notebook, um, like, nudged into the, the frame so that it stays there. And it's this letter that I wrote her for Mother's Day Aww. a couple years ago. Um, I think it was when I moved from New Orleans to New York, mm-hmm. like, that big Aww. year right after college. And it's me saying all of the shit that I, like, would want her to know now. Like, wow. just, like, how grateful I'm I am for her so and how jealous. I would be lost without her and, like, oh God, all that stuff. Man. And so, like, she, like, read it every day. Like, it was, she saw it when she looked in the mirror, you know? So, like, that, and that's why I don't have that, like, re- yeah. that well of regret inside of me. Because, yeah, I could have done a million times better. Like, there are absolutely gaps in, in what I did and didn't do and what I did and didn't say. Like, I, I for sure do have regrets. But, like, the baseline yeah. of knowing how solid our relationship was, yeah. we had that. Yeah. That was absolutely there. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. I'm jealous also. That's not something everybody has. Yeah. yeah. I would say uh, most people suffer from the kind of, like, I, I don't remember who don't I... Don't say shit like that to your mom very no, often. No, you don't. And 
I feel, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast or out loud said it, but to me it's so normal. It's like my mom and I, like, we had just recently mm-hmm. made up. Like, we had spent a yeah. lot of time fighting. Like, we were, in the past couple years, had only become, like, close friends. So it's like... I mean, we were always close, but we we had no, just and stopped. And you had just fighting. become an adult, we had, which is yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. To see, we had just begun seeing them as people, yeah. and not just our. Moms. We had just become adult friends, yeah. And then she fucking that's had to such die. bullshit. But that's exactly such... when they get taken away. Well, yeah, when you're us, like whatever. Anyways, <laughs> whatever. Are we still talking about? Yeah, whatever. This blows. Um, <laughs> are we still talking about? The topic of the day. Oh, no. Oh, we just did a whole podcast. Yeah, we just did the top. The, <laughs> the title is Whatever This Blows. <laughs> no, I'm Code we, for we'll shit talk that. your dad. Yeah. Should we should we tie the dad thing in? If we, if the topic is the dad stuff, it's just like, God, it's always going to be the dad stuff. Dad. It's always going to be the dad stuff. Like, they're no. going to continue disappointing us in new and fun ways. And that's just what it is now. Like, there are going to be moments of, there is going to be, like, you know, it's going to be one step forward, two steps back. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it might be two steps forward and one step back, but it's always going to be a give and take. There's always going to be a disappointment. At least that's how I see it. We should maybe stop recording. Are we done? I can do some astrology. Yeah. We'll just... Yeah. We'll wrap it up real quick. Um, Listen, we're going to... we will... This honestly is on time. Listen. What else do you want from us? There's another episode on time. <laughs> Two. Two. And we did a collab. Okay, listen. We're um we're always gonna have dads, so we're always gonna have shit to complain about. <laughs> we're not always don't gonna always, have dads. That's true. But till this podcast. Okay, but then we'll have a second podcast. <laughs> Called no. Young and Super Breed. <laughs> <laughs> That'll only be for Patreon members. Um <laughs> <laughs> squared squared um, so like i don't think that this is a dad episode per se like no it's always gonna i don't be, wanna my dad is always gonna be pissing me off is what i'm saying for sure yeah so yeah. i think that this is just like a little catch-up this is just a little, a little, little snapshot yeah cool well thank you for listening um we'll be back again next week there's a partial lunar eclipse in taurus coming up uh and i think it's the 23rd Later in November, um, Venus is in Capricorn officially for about four months. Which what is does that mean? Literally an insane amount of time for Venus to be in a what sign. What does that mean? Tell me. Okay. Venus in Cap is not a, like, a crushy like, kind of thing. It's like evaluating your relationships that already exist and like finding some stability in what is already there. Like this is not a time necessarily for creating brand new connections that are going to last. Yeah. Venus is usually not in a sign for this amount of time. It's actually disgusting that it's going to be there until like March, like early March, I think. No, it's crazy. So look at uh, the house that Cap, exactly. Look at the house that Capricorn is in, in your chart. Can you do it? Anybody. Yeah. For everybody. For me, it's in my ninth house, which is, um, sort of like intellectual pursuits, higher education, philosophy, philosophical guides, gurus, Mm -hmm. shit like that. Okay. Um, Okay. And then let's see your ninth house. Oh no, not your ninth house. Capricorn. Oh, um, yes, you're a Cancer rising, so that puts Capricorn in your seventh house. Because if Cancer is your first house and Capricorn is directly across the chart, it's going to be in your seventh. So, um, I mean, actually, your seventh house is the house of 
uh, one-on-one relationships, partnerships, that can be business, that can be romantic, that can be friendship, that can be enemies. Like, it's the person sitting across the table. Like, you're my seventh house, I'm your seventh house because we're doing this Mm one-on-one. And then the people who listen would be our 11th house because that is the larger, broader community that we're reaching Mm -hmm. that we're not necessarily interfacing with on a one-on-one basis. We wish, though. We wish. And we do with some of you. But um, seventh house is just a partnership. Um, So... Maybe our relationship maybe, will maybe bond we take and go, fuck you, <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> the way that she's gripping my wrists. Um, so, I mean, yeah, for you, it's going to be pretty literal. Like, if Venus is the planet of connections and attachment and, like, relationships, and it's happening in your house of one-on-one partnerships, there's going to be a lot of, like, re-examining the structure of those relationships, the foundations of those relationships. And if it doesn't hold, then you don't have time for it, you know? Like... It's about cutting the fat because Capricorn is a Saturn ruled sign. It's going to be serious. It's got to be sturdy. It's got to be something you can build on. Otherwise, what is the fucking point is basically what the next four months are asking us. And for me, that's, that's in like the things that I believe in and my higher Mm. morals and philosophy. And, and, um, you know, I think now that I'm in this job that is swirling with so many moral questions for so many people, not necessarily me, but, um, I think it, it will especially after having seen a uh, uh, surgery today, um, it is going to make me ask some questions. Absolutely. It is going to make me re-examine some things that Absolutely. I thought were very obvious before or things I had never thought of before. Like, Absolutely. So, you know, just think, um, think about um, where you are maybe lacking sturdiness and where you can start to build that foundation because this is not a, a time for, like, flimsy sort of throwaway attachments um venus and capricorn is like the the heirloom that has been passed down through your family for generations it's not the mood ring you buy on the boardwalk i mean let's just leave it there (laughs) i think that's good that's good let's just leave it there all right thanks y'all love ya love ya